And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guests. She got my wife into the Gilmore Girls, which makes her the worst person on earth. It's Jenna Kim Jones. He opened for the plain white tees, and yes, he is that Delilah. It's hashtag Al. The man Bostonians describe when they go on about everything they hate about Los Angeles. It's Greg Heller. Chef Jeff is here to talk hot rods, hot Bettys, and hot dogs. I'm her husband, Daniel, and it's been four years since I've been allowed to keep bread in the house. Saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little sweet potato fries. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. I would like to say hello to my guest. Hello, Greg Heller. Hi, Allison. Hello, Jenna Kim Jones. Hello. Hi, Alan Moss. Hello. Hello, Daniel Quant. Hi. And hi, Chef Jeff. Hi, Allison Rosen. I'd like to apologize for being late. I ways fucked me on the way over here, and it, it kept making that annoying sound, and it just wouldn't stop. Yep, that's exactly the one. Is that me? Yeah. <laughs> I would like that as a ringtone. <laughs> That's good. Is that me doing ways? Yeah. Yeah, remember? Wow. Yeah, no, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I do when you crunch a road munchie or whatever the fuck that thing is. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't remember making that sound though, but I'm good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that should be a text tone. Yeah. I like to take a moment to compliment my husband Daniel on that amazing intro. <laughs> I solid. feel like you've outdone yourself. Uh, it was awesome. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That, that was, was my special good. Fourth of July edition. That was very good. That's I just want right. to thank everybody for their enthusiastic reaction to last week's episode in my uh, forced belches. I appreciate everybody's. <laughs> <laughs> Should we let them behind the curtain? <laughs> we are recording this ahead of time because as you hear this, Daniel and I will be in New York visiting uh, my sister who just had a baby, which is very exciting for all parties involved. And um, as I say this, though, I'm realizing the last time we went to New York, all sorts of shit hit the Mm. fan. Yeah, just... But it really (laughs) wasn't nearly as devastating as when we went to Hawaii. That's when the wheels came off of everything. So we don't have a great track record of vacations. However... We have gone away twice, short little trips since then, and those were fine. Those went well. So I sort of feel like being that I'm self-employed now, what could go wrong, at least in my career? So maybe it's my personal life that'll take and a And one again. could argue that it wasn't a bad thing. That's true. So That's true. I'm just saying it was the last time we were there, uh, my life was very different, but that's mm-hmm. okay. I'm looking forward to it. But Daniel is predicting that you guys will uh, have received his forced belches that, on the <laughs> last episode uh, with open arms. <laughs> I don't think that was one of them. Maybe it was. Yeah. I don't know. Sure. Anyway, let's no. move on. There's so much more to talk about. Is there really, though? Yes, because All tonight's right. episode features none only than Greg Heller <laughs> doing his the Greg quiz. Ooh. Now, oh my god, let's you guys just, are so oh my good. God. I know. And there's more. What? But let's what? just walk the listener through how we got to this spot where 
as America <laughs> fought for its independence. <laughs> yeah. Or what? celebrated its independence. Oh, oh, it's the 4th of July. Yeah. Yes. Yes. There's Sorry. fireworks, <laughs> there's hot dogs, and there's the Greg Heller quiz for all Americans and mm-hmm. also everyone in the globe and even the multiverse. And yes. That's just the globe everywhere and the just got the digis and just game. <laughs> <laughs> Kapow. <Here's> the- <laughs> it started because Dustin, who will be back soon. The goots. I think he mentioned was it I can't now I can't remember if it was he or someone else but the idea that perhaps for a brand new person listening to the Thursday show it might be hard to like jump in right away because mm-hmm. you have to sort of get to know everyone right. so I was like why don't we catch everyone up I'll do a how well do I know the Thursday gang type quiz and then the next week I was like well how well do they know me that was a listener's uh, submitted suggestion Leanne was like Well they should take a quiz And then Greg Became obsessed with the idea Of us finding out How well we know Al <laughs> And now I just feel like Yep The train is barreling Down yeah, the hill it, Everyone We need to do a quiz For everyone mm-hmm. So I'm just letting The rest of you know Yeah those So okay. here we are We're stopping at Greg's station <laughs> And then it'll be Onward to Daniel Jenna okay. Jeff Dustin Jordan, not necessarily anyone. in that order. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, Randy. I'm letting. I requested Wendy. the Daniel quiz this week, actually, but for some reason it came back to Greg. Nope, it's got to <laughs> oh. be Greg. Because I, there's a little bit of a question about whether you'll be able to make it next week, which mm. strikes oh, yeah, fear into my heart. Yeah. But actually, that's that brings us to a thing that I wanted to ask you about. Well, there's two things because. Here's what you guys don't know, listeners, sweet listeners of mine. <laughs> the second before we start the show, there's always like 4,000 interesting conversations. And then they all die down and it's just me talking about what I eat. <laughs> no, but really, there's so much stuff. I'm like, wait, wait, save it, save it, save it. So I wanted to find out from you, Greg Heller, about the process of staffing a television show for writers. But I also wanted to ask... You said that you didn't know about 9-11 until a few days later because you were on a boat in Sumatra. Do tell. That is true. I, sh- I went to a place called the Mentawai Islands, which anybody who has ever surfed will be familiar with what I'm talking about. It's a small island chain so off the coast. So none of us. Right? It's Jeff? a small yeah. island chain off the coast of Sumatra, western Indonesia. Um, I think Sumatra is one of the most like hardcore... Muslim states in all of Indonesia. It's a very serious place. And I went out there for a two and a half week boat trip with my seven best friends. So we shoved off on the ninth and we came back on like the 26th. So how'd you find out? So this is how I, this is my nine 11 story. Here it is. You guys on nine 13, I was on a boat parked between two islands and we were having a debate about which one of the islands we were going to motor the boat to to surf perfect waves by ourselves for six hours. <laughs> That's what I was doing on the 13th of September. And one of my friends walked out onto the bow of the boat and said, I'm going to put the radio on. Something bad happened in New York. How did that friend know? Because the this was bo- pre-Twitter, you guys. This is way pre-Twitter. This was in like. 2001. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Wait, was it? Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. And But what day was it on? Uh, <laughs> and we knew because the captain had the BBC World Radio for two oh. hours a day. That's how we knew. And huh. he told my buddy, and a couple of the guys I was with are from New York. And about at that point, I would say 60 or 70% of my family lived in Manhattan. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So we listened to the radio for an hour. A bunch of us started crying. We all thought that towers fell uh, lengthwise. Yeah, you so, would think that probably. So we thought know. like hundreds of thousands of people were dead. We were reason people were starting to talk about Pakistan, and we were reasonably certain that there was going to be a nuclear war, some sort of exchange. Yeah, and then we just sat on the bow of the boat and we had a debate about what to do. Should we go back? Or, or start sh- start our own civilization on right. an island, or here. should we just surf for the next two weeks and then go home? What'd you do? We stayed. Yeah. Um. And it was very emotional and crazy because it was one of the best surf trips I've ever been on. But at the same time, we knew what was going on. Some of us thought there was one of my buddy's friends worked for the what's that thing called in New York? The Docks and Parks Service or something like that. He worked for like the Harbor Authority or the Port Authority. Yeah. And. That was down there. He thought he might have been dead. I thought my uncle worked in building number seven. We thought he might have been dead. Were you guys able to get in touch with your families? We had a sat phone and we could make about two minutes of phone calls a day. So we were able to get in touch with our families. I'll tell you two side stories about it. Two days after we found out about that, the captain walked out onto the bow of the boat where, again, we were surveying our day. And he goes, which one of your mothers is named Nancy? And I was like, that's mine. And he goes, she radioed the person who owns the boat and demanded that we take the boat to Australia. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Because she was so terrified of us being in Indonesia at the time. She's freaking out. So she's just being Jewish. And and (laughs) suffice it to say, I have never lived that one down. We also encountered... With all the shit you did, that's the worst? That was pretty bad. With all your buddies, your mom radioing the fucking guy who owns the boat saying, tell them to take it to Australia. <laughs> right. The, the Muslims are going to kill them there. And we also, we would see other boats full of surfers and they would pull up next to us and be like, what do you know? How many people are dead? What are you guys sure. doing? We surfed with one other boat and we were like, when are you guys going back? And they were like, the cousin of one of the guys on our boats is dead. Oh, geez. And he doesn't know yet. Wow. And they had decided to just stay for the rest of their trip and tell him when they got back. Wow. So we got back. We got to the airport in Singapore. Mm -hmm. And about 50% of the guys went and watched the the footage and looked at pictures. And the rest of us like went out and... Did some stuff and Surf then, some gnarly waves. No, we were in Singapore. It was a different, yeah. different thing. And then we got back. And I, the thing that I remember the most is my girlfriend picked me up at LAX. And LAX, you, do you remember this? You couldn't drive into LAX. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was, and so I remember walking up the ramp and being like, "Where is everyone?" And then driving back into Venice and seeing American flags everywhere. And that's like, if you grew up in California, yeah. you do not see American flags. This is not, people no. don't fly flags here ever. And I was like, what's happening? And that's the first time I ever saw the video. And that's the first time I was like, oh, the world is totally different. Mm-hmm. So, and that was like almost in October. And uh, wow. what did you do in Singapore? We just went out at night. Mm. <laughs> I feel like there's more to the story here. I didn't do anything bad. <laughs> I didn't do anything that bad. That hey, man, if you don't go to the donkey show, then the terrorists have won. <laughs> Um, <laughs> is that are we talking about? Are we talking about sex worker type stuff or drug stuff or all of it? I didn't do anything that bad. Was it like an Eli Roth? <laughs> Define movie? bad. Um, you can do a, you can get into a lot of trouble in Singapore, and some uh, some people do. But it's trouble. Uh, like which of the seven sins are we talking about? What are they? Greg is no Jenna, longer welcome the, in Jenna, the country of Singapore. I don't. Gluttony, gluttony, avarice, yeah, lust, covetousness, or, or is that avarice? Sloth. No. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I we don't. F- 
five of those. <laughs> five of them. Pride. Pride was not one of them. Nobody was proud of anything that they did there. And people were genuinely embarrassed. When you land in Singapore, you walk up the ramp and there's a sign that says the punishment for bringing drugs into Singapore is death. That's mm. the first thing you see when you walk into that airport. Wow. That's, um, that shit is legit. So buy locally. Right. Yes, that is correct. Make sure you get a good cabbie. You don't want to go own. to jail in Singapore. You do not. But it was no. a, so that was, I had a very weird and very detached, that collective experience you all had, I did not have. I didn't have that like all together um, sense of mourning. And that was what it, it, it was very, uh, you suddenly felt very connected. Yeah, to, I never had that. But I'm not sure this. that there is, I think that, I don't think there is an experience of that day. I think it was such a, an intense thing that everybody's experience uh, just feels very unique. Right. Because, because you like your mother's reaction, that doesn't seem crazy to me. No. When I think back in those days in the immediate aftermath, n- no one knew what the fuck was going My on. My sister was in New York, and I remember wanting to drive across the country to get mm-hmm. her. Although right. I knew there was, I, I wouldn't even have been allowed to get that close, right. and it would have taken me days, and I never would have found it. And they didn't have ways back then. Well, imagine too, like, and we got on the plane leaving Sumatra. Every single person on the plane is Muslim. Yeah, every single person. And I had never, for once in my, in my, and I say this pretty candidly, like I had never thought twice about what religion somebody was. Yeah, ever. Mm-hmm. And it was really the first, unless they're Mormon, obviously. Come on. Well, and, it was, come on. and it was the first time in my life I remember being like, oh, am I afraid of Muslims now? Like, is this a thing in my brain? And was that like as a Jew, am I more, even more afraid? No, no, it didn't have anything to do with being a Jew. It, to me, it was just like, oh, d- are they terrorists? Like, yeah. is that a thing? And I had never thought that before in my life. Yeah, I yeah. remember for a while, being, I was getting on a plane. It may have been a flight in New York. Um, at a, at some point afterwards, and there was this guy who was covered in white pride tattoos and hate symbols and stuff, and I was so afraid of him. And I remember calling home, my parents being like, "Well, he's you probably don't need to worry about him today." <laughs> <laughs> and then my dad's like, "Is he cute?" Because I'm just kidding. You don't, <laughs> you don't see dudes going white pride in public that often. No, it is always surprising. <laughs> you don't get out of California much, do you, boy? That's true, Jeff. But do you, are you ever like? In like and in like in Salt Lake, do you ever see, just see dudes who are like just claiming white pride at the checkout line mm, or whatever? No. Yeah, I think that's no. how I accidentally dated one. I didn't know what the symbols looked like unless it unless it was really obvious. Yeah, you kind of have. I mean, to know. obviously, I knew what it was, yeah. exactly. But like I didn't, the SS or something is obvious, but a lot of those right. symbols aren't. If you don't know what they are, you might not know. Yeah, I wasn't literate in all of that. Thir- Thirteen words is not what in fourteen words. 14, and eighty-eight is yeah. uh, how Hitler. And what's the band called? Jackhammer or nail screwdriver. screwdriver. I mean, how would I know? <laughs> <laughs> There's a farmers market that I used to go to in Pennsylvania that I loved growing up, and there was a guy there that he just looked like Santa Claus. He looked like Santa Claus, and where his booth was, I. I didn't go there too much, but once I walked over, I said, oh, let me see what the Santa Claus guy has for sale. All Nazi memorabilia, oh, white tower tattoos all up and down his arms and on his neck, and yeah, you see a lot of that stuff in Pennsylvania. Fucking Santa. Jeez. Delightful. <laughs> when did you move to New York? I moved to New York in April of 2002, oh, okay. and I decided I wanted to move to New York on, I remember the day, I decided on September 6, 2001, so really close to 9-11, wow. that 
uh, made me take a little while longer to move there. But I still went. And going that close after 9-11, a lot of people were like, what are you doing? Especially when you don't have a job. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember being very worried about it, wondering, I mean, first of all, just in my life, am I making a mistake? But going this close after 9-11, you know, is it dangerous? But I convinced myself that it wasn't. And yeah. it, for me, it wasn't. When did you move there? Uh September of 2004, so three years after. Right. But I moved like right downtown because no, it was cheap and no one wanted to live there. Right. <laughs> like, because right. that was what I could afford. And so I lived in sort of like a ghost. It felt like a ghost town for mm. the two, I think it was there, two or three years. It was like no one was down there. We had like one grocery store, one restaurant. I remember. It was weird. I always felt that New Yorkers are smart enough to be really funny, but there's just something so sober about the city, even though they're drunk. I don't mean literally sober, but as opposed to out here where I think people are goofy and silly and funny, and that's my preference is usual, usually goofy, silly, funny, absurdist, lightheartedness, um, you know, with the aforementioned vulnerable honesty that I mentioned on the last episode. That's <laughs> right. a real, real Take your time. There's plenty of adjectives. Callback. Go ahead. <laughs> Keep going. Sincere, really getting to the heart of things, truthful and a breath of fresh air. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was just always struck by how sort of sober the city feels. And I remember talking to one of my landlords in Brooklyn and she felt like it, like everything changed after 9-11. And I always wonder, since I had never been there before, right. what was it like? You know, is that thing I'm talking about a 9-11 reaction? I don't... I kind of just think it's the work ethic of New York, though. It's the uh, grind. Yeah. New York is serious, and everybody's busy, and everybody right. has a purpose, and everybody there is so driven to do exactly what they're there to do. Yeah. yeah. But it does feel like Listeners, that. Yeah. How did if you know, how did it change? Yeah. Yeah. Good question. And have you guys been to the museum? Has anyone done it? The museum the wasn't one? open, but we went yeah. to the memorial. We did the memorial. Yeah. Don't exactly. do it's, sad museums. It was, uh, yeah, the memorial is really cool. Unbelievable. That museum is the most powerful museum I've ever been into in my life is Yad Vashem, which is the Holocaust Museum in Jerusalem. But second to that, I don't really want to rate tragic museums, but it's... But if you yeah, had to... It's really a moving experience. I strongly suggest doing it if you haven't already. Okay. All right, and then let's also well. Speaking of light and breezy, just trying to make a turn here. What about do we need blinds or anything, or like just me or everyone? What's next? Well, since you mention it, okay. actually, I feel like we could change the window treatments on the tone of this show right now. Oh, Jesus, I thought you were going to say on the world trade. That would have been dark. Just like, oh man, they needed blinds. Too soon. All right. I'm a comic. That's what I... Come on, you guys. Seriously, we're not to talk about it. Oh, Jenny, you do some God. 9-11 stuff in your set, don't you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I mix it right up in there with my 9-11 stuff, Mormonism, and... Uh, I know the way it is. I thought... Yeah. I've worked food. Utah. Food, I, well, I, that yeah. day I was, I was awoken because I would, I would have Howard Stern be my, ra- my alarm radio, whatever, right. and I thought he was... He was talking about... I thought he was just doing a bit. Whoa. I'm like, this is really not funny. <laughs> Oh Jesus gosh. Howard's really lost his fastball. Like this is, oh. not, I don't like his pranks. Then did you walk to the window and throw open? Yeah, your and I threw it open and I saw lines. And I saw a, a. Oh yeah, sorry, we're doing a bit. What are we no, doing? it's not a bit. Uh, it's me talking bit. about blinds.com. <laughs> it's more than just a place to buy blinds. I, I could have used good blinds back then. I bet I can. I, I shudder to think. 
what your shutters looked like. Oh, yeah. Blinds.com is not your average online window coverings company. These guys are experts. They've been dealing with window coverings for over 25 years. They have incredible design consultants who make the whole process easy, and they're with you every step of the way. You guys have heard me talk about Josh. I believe his full name is Joshua, as it often is with a Josh or Joshua. He was the one that helped hook me up with awesome blinds. And as you know, I can be kind of indecisive, and it's hard for me to figure out what I want, but I just showed him pictures of the rooms that I wanted to overhaul, essentially, I was going to say spruce up, but really what we did was overhaul the rooms via the blinds. He sent me some suggestions. They were perfect. Right away, he keyed in on what I wanted. You can have this experience with blinds.com. They make it so easy. Plus, the website is super easy to navigate. You can call, email, or live chat with a real person whenever you need assistance. And for all the great aspects of summer, longer days, outdoor parties, outdoor events, the downside is that you have to deal with a hot home and that awful glare. Don't deal with it, people. Fix it. Blinds.com has a solution that'll make those things a non-issue. For example, cellular shades, solar shades, exterior shades, more shades than you can shake a stick at. That's not how they put it. That's how I put it. I'm not in the shade business. I'm just saying it's a layperson's assessment of what they have, which is tons of options that you will be super delighted with. Go to blinds.com today and start enjoying your home and patio without that annoying heat and glare. You'll see easy in a whole new light with blinds.com. Well, now, Greg, I had said that I wanted to find out from you the process of staffing a show with like blind submissions versus not blind submissions. However, I, for one, am getting kind of antsy about taking the Greg quiz. I really want to take it. So Fuck it. Let's quiz. So should we just... Here's the story of the man we adore. TV producer, writer, and more. Renowned musician. Write songs about Al. <laughs> Is it any wonder it's his quiz time now? Greg Heller quiz. Greg Heller quiz. We could use some Daniel snaps. Greg Heller quiz. <laughs> some snapping Greg by Daniel. Heller quiz. Greg's no schnook, but he's an open book for everyone to see. He likes to smoke and drink, and then create a stink with a mojo magazine. <laughs> Snapping a yam, I am what I am, got a drink named after me. The California asshole, he's hotter than he sounds, so let's watch him make a kale smoothie. The Greg Heller quiz. The Greg Heller quiz. The Greg Heller quiz. Greg Heller quiz. When Greg is around, nobody's down. But with Roseanne, he was a fail. Stole the maintenance truck while he was in college, and his mom let him ride in jail. He saw his dad naked when he was a kid. It's no wonder that he's crazy. Living on a budget imposed by the wife, but yoga and surfing are free. The Greg Heller quiz. Pretty funny, especially his doggy drop. They can't get enough of the Heller wit till they finally cry, make it stop. <laughs> name me his cat again and again. Number 18, I'll name my cat Ben. Now he's on the show and the fans love him so and hope he comes back again. The Greg 
Greg Heller quiz. The Greg Heller quiz. The Greg Heller quiz. The Greg Heller quiz. Oh, amazing! So good. That is so amazing. Wow. wow. That was a trap dog original, and I should say I did not give him sufficient advance notice. So I was like. Like if my email could have this like kind of wheedling like if it's at all possible but totally okay if it's not because my email was very last minute when I told him what we were doing and then he whipped this thing out in hardly any time amazing yeah so awesome thank you so much thank you guy who does music for the show and that one is now stuck in my head I'm gonna suck shit at this yeah (laughs) actually I'm gonna be great at it. Game on for me. So this is the Greg Heller quiz. You right. tell us, Greg, how this is going to go. Hold on. Let me just pull out the Greg Heller quiz um, <laughs> from the Greg Heller pocket. Hashtag. I, have, I think I might have written down too many questions, <laughs> so I'll probably cherry pick a few. Man, Ooh, I, It's typed and yeah, everything. Typed wow. I have to do this other. I won't be able to read it. So why don't we do, I ask the question. All my questions are multiple choice. Okay. And oh, then good. I go around and ask everybody what their choice is, and then I'll tell you who's right and who's wrong. Okay, yeah, because people wrote in and said, let everyone say their guess before you reveal mm. the answer. Okay. okay. And then who's keeping score? Oh. Oh, am I supposed to keep score? Um, you don't want me to keep score. I can if you want. Okay, hang on. I can, but I can't. I can. I feel like okay, so Al, Al should be the scorekeeper. Al. I don't know why, Al. I assume you're like a math whiz, too. I, I'm not, but yeah. I can... <laughs> I can do the numbers. Okay. <laughs> if if you don't mind. Al, how far it. did you get in math? Uh, I took like business calculus. What is that? I don't even know what that is. It's is so that it's still, sales tax. It's still, different kind of calculus. Like, oh, gosh. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Like college statistics and business. Yeah, statistics. So you took math in college? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you count on your yeah, fingers take, and toes for business that. Business major. Yeah, I had to take I had to take math for my master and for my undergrad. Jesus, Al, it's my yeah. quiz. Yeah. You too. Okay. <laughs> you keep score. Um, okay, are you guys ready? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Question number one. Jeff, question number one. Do you not have the dramatic drops? Oh. Are we doing that? No, we don't have to. No, we're not going <laughs> to. It's Alice's I like, call. I like them. No, fuck it. Jeff doesn't want to do it. No, not, I Jeff's like having it. a rough night. Like no, Jeff it. doesn't want to do it. <laughs> okay. Jeff doesn't want to do it. Jeff doesn't want to do it. We're not going to do it. Question number one. No, no, no. I it's like not that. fun anymore. <laughs> I like it. Jeff doesn't want to do it. I'm not against it, but do you feel like it's we cliche? didn't we didn't go over it at the uh, pre-production meeting? Yeah, all. No. you got to show up to that. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, pre-pro meeting. All right, you guys. We're pre-pro. Doing pre-pro. Pre-pro. I hate it now. It's like I feel like it's a <laughs> thing of the table. We're all mad. I like it. You do? I love I mean, it. Technically, it's your show. I like it. Okay, no, it's not hacky at all. My <laughs> wife. <laughs> 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 okay, you guys, question number one. Greg is distantly related to which of the following people? Joseph Heller, author of the novel Catch-22, two-time Nobel-winning scientist Linus Pauling, much-maligned NWA manager Jerry Heller, or legendary gorilla woman Diane Fossey? <laughs> what was the second one again? Two-time Nobel-winning scientist, Linus Pauling. And it was very distantly related was the question? Just distantly related. <laughs> so, <laughs> that changes it for me. Yeah. Question. I'm right. only distantly related to one of these people. I'm here to hold up a mirror to you, my friend. Yeah. And what you keep doing is you push the microphone down towards your crotch. Yeah, it's saying <laughs> some shit. <laughs> okay. no, sorry. 
Yes. I don't know. Is that your answer? Oh, no. I'm just pointing. I'm just wondering. I, it's just sort of like how Jenna chews on her hair or I twitch my face in all sorts of ways. <laughs> your, your thing is pushing the microphone down. Right. Yeah. I'm, I shoegaze a little bit. On okay. The I have genitals. <laughs> all right. Are we now saying our answer? Um, are you, do you guys all have your answers? Yes. Oh, yes. Allison, what is your answer? Joseph Heller, A. Jenna, what is your answer? B. B, okay. Al, what is your answer? C. Danny, what is your answer? C. Jeff. A. The answer is B, two-time Nobel winning scientist, Linus yeah, Pauling. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Congratulations to both of you. He was you. married to my grandfather's sister. Wow. Well, all the Linus Pauling fans are really excited about that. I won two Nobel prizes. <laughs> I one, picked that one because uh, I'm like, that's the one. How would you know that unless yeah. you were distantly one about? To I believe one was oh, he right. was you know? the father of covalent bonding, and I also think he won a peace. Oh, prize. I remember that's that. my oh. favorite kind of bonding. <laughs> yeah, we were just talking Ionic? about that. Yes. <laughs> really? Okay. No. Prior to this, oh, sorry. Next question. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Prior to this event at age 17, Greg's face looked somewhat different. A, a severe tooth infection and subsequent surgery. B, a drug-induced seizure. C, breaking his jaw in a skateboard fall. Or D, getting the shit kicked out of him in a bar. Oh, jeez. I want them all to be true. <laughs> they can. I kind of do too. To all they above. can't all be true. They all happened, but only one of them (laughs) fucked up his face. (laughs) Actually, yes, two of them did happen, but one of them fucked up his face. Do you all have your answers? Yes, I do. Uh, Yeah. Allison. I go with C, skateboard jaw accident. Jenna. A. Tooth infection? Yeah. Al. C. Daniel. I think it's C. I'm choosing C. But I think that's too obvious, and I think it's probably A, but I'm choosing C. Jeff. B. The answer is D, getting <gasps> the shit kicked out of him in a bar. We all got it wrong. <laughs> and what did you look like before? Uh, this side of my face looked really different, actually, because right my uh, cheekbone got smashed into my face. There were a lot oh. less shoe prints in it. <laughs> um, yeah, I was beat up super badly. I was in no a really way. bad bar fight, yeah. In what fact, happened? I was out of the country, and when I came home, my mom was at the airport, and she looked at me for a long time, and she was like, you look totally different. So if you see pictures like the right side of my face actually used to look a fair amount different. Wait, look to over that way so I can see the right you side You can of only face? tell now. Well, I mean, you can't tell because... But the, you, the size of your face is... Well, actually, if you smile, you can see that this side goes up and this side doesn't. Can you see that? Oh, yeah, kind of. Didn't used yeah. to be... Like, I used to have a symmetrical face. I'm still very handsome, <laughs> but I look different then. So no points awarded. I, uh, did, I landed no, point. no punches in this <laughs> what, fight. Tell, what, yeah, what, happened? what happened? I was at a... Um, bar that that's on a boat in South Africa, and like the white hicks got on the boat to beat up the surfers, the Afrikaners got on the boat to beat up the English people. Wow. And, when, and I had nothing to do with it. And when the boat docked, the fight spilled into the parking lot, and the guy did that thing where he grabs you and puts your arms behind your back. Mm-hmm. And then another dude ran up to me yelling in Afrikaans, and I was like, I don't know what you're saying, and he just beat the shit oh out my of me. Jeez, did you end up going to the hospital? And I didn't. But the cops came to visit me the next day, and they told me that if I saw the guy who did it, I could kill him. Whoa. What? Yeah. And I was like, I'm just going to lay here in bed for two days that's, and then probably go back to the States. That's crazy, because I hear those uh, white Afrikaans are just so chill. Super you know? mellow dudes. Like, just super, mellow, chill super, dudes. Super, didn't even know I was Jewish, actually, beat the shit out of me. But yeah, it was, pretty, it was a 
I think probably an eight out of ten beating. It was like a oh my gosh. I'd say it was an Oz level beating. Where did you have post traumatic stress afterwards? You still got on a boat for 9-11. No, I had no post-traumatic stress afterwards. In fact, the surf got really good three days later and I surfed again. But, oh my gosh. But I it was would a, has freak this come up out. in therapy before? I'm sorry? Has this come up in therapy before? Maybe I'll skip a few questions here and we can go, oh no, no, we'll get to therapy in a second. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, that's part three. I'll skip this question. Here's a good one for the Kim Joneses. Um, Love it. Question number three. Which of the following was not... A song performed by Greg's high school band, Tube Steak. <laughs> a, Drunken Barfing. B, Boner Sandwich. C, Chia Pet Family Massacre. Or D, Fucking Dead Horses. Which what, of these was not? What was A again? A song performed by Greg's high school band, Tube Steak. A was Drunken, Drunken Barfing. barfing. <laughs> Boner Sandwich, Chia Pet Family Massacre, Fucking Dead Horses. Not a song, which was not a song. Not a song. <laughs> Fucking dead horses. I'm trying to think was that of, yeah. was that Joan Baez originally wrote that? <laughs> I have a totally good Joan Baez story. Remind me to tell you. Okay. Something. I have a good Joan Baez story. I bought her. JK. <laughs> Do you have your answers? Yes. yes. Allison, what is your answer? D. Fucking dead horses. Janet Kim Jones. B. Al. D. Daniel. D. Jeff. D. Whoa. No. Everyone thinks Fucking Dead Horses was, in fact, one of the signature <laughs> tube steak songs. The correct answer was Boner Sandwich. Not oh. a real tube Wait, steak song. Wait, did I get that right? That's B. Was that B? Yes, if you said oh B. Oh, my God. Jenna, just say Boner Sandwich. But Boner Sandwich. Thank you, Jenna. Boner yes, Sandwich got it right. had to have been like a poem you wrote or something, right? No, like, I know. It's actually just something I thought of on my couch like four hours ago. <laughs> wow. It was just his personal philosophy. How many? You guys, I'll seriously go on with this quiz for fucking weeks. That's um, fine. No, this it's is entertaining. Is yeah, it entertaining? no, it's okay. good. Yeah. All right, fine. Then we'll do them all. At a Bruce Springsteen at a Bruce Springsteen concert in his early Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> at a Bruce Springsteen concert in his late teens, Greg snuck to the front row and proceeded to do what? <laughs> a repeatedly urinate in his own jeans to avoid losing the seat. <laughs> B accidentally smoke PCP. C, make out with a 40-year-old Springsteen fan, or D, throw up on a baby. <laughs> now this is, which one did you do, not which one did which you not do? Which one of these do? did I do? I only did one of these four things. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow, see, restraint. The other things happened at a Billy Squire concert. <laughs> uh, all right, I have my answer. Does wait, everyone have their wait, answers? Wait, 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 wait. I don't really remember my options, so I'm just going to guess. You want me to repeat? Oh, no, I got it. Okay, I'll okay. just guess. Go yeah. ahead, Allison. A, urinated on yourself to not lose the seat. Jenna. C, was that the makeout with yes. the lady? Okay. Uh, who's next to you, Al? C. Daniel. I, I chose C. <laughs> Jeff. B. No, I did once accidentally smoke PCP, and I smoked it several times on purpose as well, but the correct answer is A, yes! I repeatedly Aww. urinated in my jeans to avoid losing the seat. Finally, I probably, on the board. I probably pissed in my own jeans five times at that show. <gasps> well, once, once you do it once, yeah. that's true. Like in for I was a penny, in, in for a pound. front row of a Springsteen show. In for a pint, in for a gallon, if I'm not Did Bruce start to avoid that part yeah, of the stage at any point? <laughs> Um, no, but it was as a just Greg in that section. Yeah. We had drank like a case of beer in the parking lot, and when we got out 
uh, the parking out to the parking lot. I removed my jeans. I had no underwear <laughs> on, and I was naked in the parking lot. I put my jeans in a cooler. True story. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. I would imagine the first time you pee on yourself, subsequent times feel better than the feeling of just sitting there in cold, damp jeans. Absolutely true, and so worth it. So yeah. worth it. So, so this is a boss. You guys at Springsteen. Oh, you're a Springsteen fan. Yuck. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, you guys. <laughs> uh, next question. Okay. Loving it still. Uh, I'm going to skip this one. I'll skip one. Thank you. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> As a malcontent in his 20s and early 30s, Greg often felt unjustly slighted by certain executive figures and chose to exact some measure of revenge. Which of the following did he not <laughs> do to a coworker, boss, or executive? A, meticulously insert 1,000 green toothpicks into someone's lawn. B, hide 20 pieces of sushi in someone's office. <laughs> C, steal someone's Emmy and photograph it in both his toilet and cat's litter box, then return it. Or D, put the mouthpiece of someone's headset up his butt. Oh, my God. Which of those did I not do? Toothpicks in a lawn, sushi in an office, Emmy in a toilet, headset in a buttocks. Now, the toothpicks in a lawn would be so that they step on them? Yeah, it sucks. It, like, destroys your lawn. It's shit. Yeah, you can't mow either, can yeah, you? you can't mow. Yeah. You can't do anything. Can't mow. <laughs> oh heavens! Oh no! Okay, I have my answer. Does everyone have their answers? Yes. Which of these things did I did, not, did I not do, Allison? I don't think you did the lawn thing. Jenna? Yeah, I said A as well. Um, a, B, A, Jeff. Uh, I did not do the lawn thing. That is yes. correct. I did not do it. I did hide work. twenty pieces yeah, no of sushi in someone. All right, so that's Allison, Jenna. The the lawn thing. Is like mean to animals too. You know, you feel. You I feel like dogs. Is it mean to animals? Well, like yeah, dogs who don't know might hurt themselves. Well, yeah. no dogs would know. Dogs. A, it's not a thing dogs would know. As a quick aside, a friend of mine, a woman keeps walking her dog in front of his house, and the dog craps on his lawn, and he's asked the woman not to do it or to, to pick up the crap, and she says she won't do it, and she has a French accent. So he went out and bought uh, little French flags that you put in uh, hors d'oeuvres. And every time there's dog shit on his lawn, he goes out there. And oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. That's hilarious. All right. How, can I ask, Allison, are you running out of patience with the Greg quiz? No, I'm not. Okay. I'm Next question. Yes. Wait, so you suck someone's mouthpiece up your butt? I did, yeah. I did. How yeah, let's far? go back a second okay. to the things you did do. How far I think, up your, like ju- just, just enough so that this is right before I quit so that I could walk by your office once, see her talking on it, and feel great. She was a. Evil. I don't know how far that is. I don't. <laughs> far enough to stink. I mean, it doesn't, you, it doesn't have to be far. Yeah, it's well, it's like look, it's like prostate like, exam far. It's one's all, like I'm sticking this down my <laughs> pants, but it's not entering. And the other no, one went like, in. No, 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 no. Let me be clear about something. I was penetrated by this headset. <laughs> so this was a. So you both lose Gre- or win. Greg Fitzsimmons level of right. No, I I won. <laughs> I, I, I hated this person so much I would almost tell you who it is I won't but I almost would tell me after off I air. will totally tell you okay afterwards. so you did the mouthpiece up your butt you photographed the Emmy that's just clever and the sushi, the sushi is, is sushi. funny sushi. too oh, yeah and it I I was, and it this was went, right got I rotten and soup. I hit it so oh, that well. So bad. Many pieces. Of many sushi. pieces. So many they pieces. smelled it. They thought, oh, there's one. Yes. And they found it. That and was the exact idea, Jeff. Beautiful. Oh. The exact idea. Slow burn. I love it. 
Yeah. Do you remember any of the places <laughs> where I put the stuff? Yeah. I can tell where you that. Where didn't he put it? I pushed up one of the ceiling tiles and I oh, put three of them on the ceiling one. tiles. This is, is so good. Wow. But I would not do stuff like that anymore, probably. <laughs> okay, next question. It's interesting for me to hear of these kind of things, considering that we are pitching a show together. <laughs> Let me know if we walk into some sushi-infested haunt of yours. Well, I'm more likely to let you know if somebody in a meeting we're going into hates my guts. In fact, we, we'll talk about this in a minute, but we do have some stuff coming up we should discuss. Oh, great. Next question. Following next question. Thank you, <laughs> Following a tequila-soaked evening in his late 20s, Greg woke up on the couch of which famous person? Ooh. ZZ Top frontman Billy Gibbons, former Guns N' Roses guitarist Izzy Stradlin, four-time tennis Grand Slam singles champion Jim Courier, or Andy Dick. <gasps> At what age was this? In my late 20s. Oh my gosh. I have no Billy idea. Gibbons, Izzy Stradlin, tennis legend Jim Courier, or Andy Dick. All right, I have my guess. Does everyone have their guess? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Allison Rosen. B, Izzy Stradlin. Jenna Kim Jones. B. Al Moss. B. Daniel Quantz. B. Jeff Fox. D. The answer is ZZ Top Frontman, oh, Billy Gibbons. Are you kidding me? Oh, no. That's I awesome. think they're based in Orange County, and well, but I ruled it out because I figured you were out of Orange County by that point. No, Billy lives in Los Angeles. Well, I am wrong. Maybe he lives That's up. He lives awesome. up Doheny. I have gotten zero right. <laughs> I've gotten one. Or I don't two. know anything about this you. This is so great, you guys. <laughs> I'm so into it. Okay, here's my Alan Moss bragging about Miles moment. Ooh, but there we not, go. I, Greg, I, we, are we going to do this whole thing out? Thank you, Jeff. Are we going to do this whole thing out where we just keep, we have to do it in third person, right? Absolutely. Okay. I think it's the only way to do it. Greg yeah. has been to 36 countries. Which of these countries has Greg not visited? Whoa. Mongolia, Finland, Namibia, or Panama? <laughs> not visited. Mongolia, Finland, Namibia, or Panama? Not visited. All right, I have a guess. Everyone ready? Yeah. Allison Rosen, what is your guess? A, Mongolia. Jenna Kim Jones. B. Alan. Mongolia, there's no surfing there. Right. Daniel? That's my choice. Jeff? Mongolia for the same reason. The correct answer is B, Finland. I have never been to Finland. Exactly what I said, Finland. Dude. You guys, go, Jenna. Did I I make this quiz shitty? Greg, I really listen. Okay, Okay. that's all I... (laughs) All right. Can I admit something? Yeah. My first thought was Mongolia. That's not a country anymore. <laughs> I shouldn't have admitted that, but anyway. Okay. But I guess it is. I have four more questions. Okay, good. Is that okay? The final four, yes. Okay. Greg has been in therapy for more than... Thank you, Jeff. Greg has been in therapy for more than half of his life. In his early 30s, he did a course of traditional Jungian dream therapy to try and get to the bottom of his recurring dreams. Daniel has a boner. About what? (laughs) Because he likes Jungian stuff. Okay. Lobsters. (laughs) Being locked in a mental hospital. His family dying in a nuclear war or going blind. I'm sorry. What was... Can you read the question again? You went to dream therapy and what? I went to dream therapy in my late 30s to get to the bottom of my recurring dreams about what? Lobsters. Being locked in a mental hospital. My family dying in a nuclear war or going blind. All right, I have a guess. Yeah. Okay, Allison, what is your guess? C, family dying in a nuclear war. Jenna. D, blind. Alan. 
A lobsters. Daniel. Uh, D. Jeff Fox. C. The correct answer is A lobsters. <clears throat> wow. What was the dream and it's... what did you learn? I did and still dream about lobsters and about 75% of my dreams involve lobsters. Did you get And the, the dreams aren't necessarily about lobsters, but they usually have lobsters in them. I'll have a normal dream about something and I'll look to the side and there will be lobsters. What do lobsters mean? The you? surfing? Lobsters um, represent seafood. Um, that's correct, Jeff. I have a lot of history with lobsters, but lobsters uh, represent decadence um, for a lot of people, and they also represent things with a thick exterior shell. What do they and mean they, to you? They, the thing that they meant to me the most was my inability to reconcile wanting to be successful with wanting to be self-destructive. And how do lobsters represent that, do you think? They have a lot. Well, for me, the two experiences were one of them were of capturing them and catching them when I was in Mexico mm-hmm. in like very rustic environments. And the other one started as a child when I was 11 and I threw a temper tantrum in front of my mother when she wouldn't let me get lobster at a restaurant. Uh, mm. And it like threw me into a big spiral because it sort of established my the tenor of my relationship with my stepdad. Are you still pissed about the lobster? Um, they just represented a lot of things. I've had a lot of experience with them in my life, but they're so yep. prevalent in my dreams now that in my dreams I'll see them and I'll be annoyed that they're still there. So going oh. to this person did not stop them from being there, but it, it helped me understand why I dream about lobsters all the time. Did you like that kind of therapy? Yeah, I loved it. I loved Jungian therapy. The best. They don't fucking talk. Mm-hmm. They just sit there and then they go, what, do you, what does that make you think of, Greg? Does that remind you of anything? This could be a spinoff of your hair salon. It would be all about the brain. Right. It was very, all about the psyche. It was very hard to find a Jungian therapist. They're vanished. Did you, were you obsessed with Robertson Davies when you were in college? Mm-mm. He's a Jungian no, no, no. author. All right, next question. Robert Johnson. <laughs> Different guy? No, no, no. There's a Jungian. Oh, there is? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was thinking Crossroads, dude. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> all right, you guys. All right. <laughs> okay, next question. When Greg gets to hell, he expects which of the following bands to be playing 24 hours a day, 365 days a year? Chili Peeps. A, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, sorry. I was B, joking. Kiss. C, The Killers. Or D, Pennywise. Oh, oh come trick on. question. Now, I'm sorry that I yelled that out. I was, it was a callback to an earlier show. Yeah, but... <sighs> I know. He dropped a clue in a he previous did. episode. I know. I know. And it, but, yeah. Read them again. The Chili Peeps, Kiss, <laughs> The Killers, or Pennywise. Could you read the questions or the answers as surf lingo? Chili Peeps, Kiss. There's no other way to say that. <laughs> killers? I don't know. The killers is a surf term. People are always like, fucking killer. Oh, for sure. P-wise. The wise. <laughs> so six, I'm with the belly up in Solana. Fucking crushed it, bro. Bro him. Sick one. <laughs> Do you have your answer, Alice? Yes, I think it's D, Pennywise. Jenna Kim Jones. I'm going to guess Kiss, B. Al. Kiss. Daniel. D. Jeff. D. The answer is kiss. Uh, uh, what? Uh, uh, what? Uh, uh, uh. You guys, these are all <laughs> yeah, bands that yeah, I hate, but I had yeah. to measure them in you relative levels of hate. But you, I didn't get it. You guys got it. He, he Greg mentioned both kiss and Pennywise. Yeah. In I know. He tricked rant, us in so that it one. It could have been either one. Exactly. It could have been either one. When did you, what was his kiss rant? He was, was, last no, he week? was saying how much he hated people that liked Pennywise, right? Yes, that's what I that's remember. Correct. But he said... For people who say kiss, and then he went off on Pennywise. Right. Oh. And so I remember both of them. When he said kiss, I was like, oh, that's the answer. And I'm he trying, said Pennywise. I'm trying to let the Tough listeners call. get to know me. 
I think they are. <laughs> I fucking hate Kiss you guys so much. <laughs> I hate everything that's associated with Kiss. I will hate Kiss until I die. I almost want my headstone to say hated Kiss. Okay, two more questions, you guys, and then the Greg quiz ends. Greg often judges people based on the contents of their refrigerators. <laughs> Which of the following items does he deem unacceptable to not have in your home at all times? A, Tapatio. B, Sriracha. C, Cholula. Or D, Heinz Ketchup. Oh, my gosh. Okay. You must have one of these in your fridge at all times. Wait, wait. Tapatio, Sriracha, Which Cholula one has to be in your fridge? Has to be in your fridge. Or I will open a fridge and look for it. What's, and then I will judge you. Same one more time. Tapatio, Sriracha, Cholula, Heinz Ketchup. That's a tough one. Oh, I don't know. Okay, Do you I have your answer? Though. Yes. Allison. Sriracha B. Jenna Kim Jones. Uh, a whatever. Tapatio. Al. I'm going to say Tapatio, but I want to say Sriracha. Daniel. But I'm going to go with A. A Tapatio. Jeff. A Tapatio. The correct answer is Cholula. Oh, that's oh. what I wanted to say. Oh. I was on the line. We should have done that one. That's always in our fridge. We're dumb. Okay. Allison, do you have Cholula in your refrigerator? I don't know what it we is. Have, have you tried Chipotle Cholula? Have you tried it? It's real Chipotle good. has their own Cholula? No, 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 no Cholula, Cholula. That's Chipotle flavored. Chipotle flavored. It's new. Really? It's not real the, good. Not the brand. But no, no, the no. I understand. I'll bring you some. Okay. Jeff, do you have Cholula in your refrigerator right now? I don't think I do. I have, I have tons of... Uh, Tapatio? No, a bunch of different kinds of chili sauces, but I don't think I have Cholula. Some, most people I think like you Cholula. have to take a side in Tapatio Cholula, but you don't. You don't. They're different. Yeah. You, they're different. I don't, I don't take a side like the, in the Pepsi Coke War, but I just prefer Tapatio. I think they each have a place. All right, last what question. Is, what oh, is Cholula? It's not a zero-sum game. Okay. It's just the same, almost. That is crazy that you're yeah. from Southern California and you don't know what Cholula is. You've seen it like, a million times. I think I know. It's like a, a, it's got a woman. wooden knob. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 I know what it yeah. is. I don't like spicy. Yeah, so you've, you're, you've got a low tolerance for spicy. Yeah. Last question. Okay. <clears throat> if, thank you, Jeff. If Greg could eradicate one thing from the earth, what would it be? The entire history and existence of the band Kiss, <laughs> Portobello Mushrooms, the San Francisco Giants, or roundabouts that also have a stop sign. Oh my gosh. Kiss, Portobello Mushrooms, the San Francisco Giants, or roundabouts that also have a stop sign. This is such a, yeah. yeah this is difficult. Why do roundabouts have a stop sign? Is that a hint? <laughs> no, it's not a hint, but I, it makes me very mad. Allison, what is your answer? My, my guess is kiss, A. That is incorrect. Oh, shit, I gave it away. <laughs> Jenna, what's your answer? I said A, too. Al? I said C. Daniel? I said all of the above. This is a trick question. <laughs> it's kind of a trick question, but do you have an answer? All of the above. Okay, Jeff. <laughs> well, I'm going to say not A. Right. Uh, buh, 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 the portobello mushrooms. That is correct. Ooh. Really? Ooh. I did not see oh, that. Oh, come on. You wouldn't get rid of Kiss? You guys, I want to tell you a couple things. I wouldn't get rid of the Giants because then the Dodgers could never beat the Giants. Okay. And I wouldn't get Fair rid enough. of Kiss because I had had a dream in my life. You know you have a dream. Where Kiss like- all had lobster claws? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was the guy that replaced the guy that replaced Peter Chris. He was the, the painted as the lobster. That's correct. I had this dream that the replacements would beat Kiss into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. That was like one of going to be the greatest day of my life, and they were both on the ballot at the same time, and the replacements got almost zero votes, and Kiss got thirty or forty million. 
But I, I, I want Kiss to stay around because I want something horrible to happen to their legacy. <laughs> like, I want it to be revealed that Peter Chris molested a baby or something. And so then everybody would be like, throw your Kiss records in the garbage. But I don't think anybody should eat portobello mushrooms. They're, they're not good. They're the most disgusting, commonly the consumed. the big ones? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it's a, overrated. It's yeah. a giant, disgusting sponge of dirt. <laughs> And also, they have a weird taste. They're too, fucking gross, and I'd like to stop them. And I also just want to close by saying, a roundabout should never have a stop sign. I thought you were going to say amen. <laughs> Does anybody understand why a roundabout would have a stop sign? No, it's ridiculous. Isn't the whole yeah. point that it doesn't? It replaces a stop sign. Sorry, you guys. All right. I get a little hot about Here's that. Here's the story of the man Alan has handed me. TV like when, audited results. Yes, yes, it's like Price Waterhouse just weighed in. <laughs> the winner is by quite a landslide, Jenna. Yeah, yeah. Right. Coming in at number two. <laughs> Thank you. So Jenna won with five. Coming in at number two is Alan. Thank you. Jeff and the Kim I Joneses are here. <laughs> I like that you're <laughs> taking to that. Jeff and I are tied with two each. Daniel, I'm sorry. You got zero. I got zero. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I should get a, a special prize yes. for zero. Listeners, let us know how you did. You are Excellent an enigma to me, work. Greg. <laughs> Total that was mystery. so good. I'm, I'm just thinking about lobsters still. Nice work. Thank so, you, listeners, let us know who should be the quiz next. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and we will make that happen. <sighs> I want to tell you guys about... There's a new sponsor on my show, and I'm super duper duper pooper excited about Ooh. them. It's Bowl and Branch. They sell sheets. So here's the thing. You know there's this trend now where companies will cut out the middleman yeah. and sell directly to the consumer online. So things that are normally marked up a ton where you have to go to a store and there's all sorts of BS, you don't have to deal with that anymore. Um, evidently, the type of sheets that you buy in the store, there's like an 800% markup and uh-huh. all that malarkey with thread count is just that. It I know is. you've been telling me that I've for a while, you Daniel, that, that you can't really base a lot off of thread it's a count. Racket. Yeah, it's a racket. But Bowl and Branch just... You don't even deal with that because you get super comfortable, high quality, really nice sheets uh, directly from them and they're affordable and they arrive... This is not a selling point, but I think it is. They arrive in this really neat box that's like tied with a ribbon. And you'd want to keep the box for your craft supplies or whatever. You don't have to. I'm just saying I was when mine arrived, I was so excited because of the box. And then I opened them up and I'm like, these are the most amazing, super soft sheets. Uh, And three living U.S. presidents sleep on bowl and branch sheets. They don't say who, though. Ooh. I would like to know, though. Three living presidents? Yeah, and celebrities like Christina Aguilera, Ashley Judd, Alyssa Milano, Alicia Silverstone, Allison Rosen. These yeah. are all people that could afford to sleep on any brand of sheets in the world, but they chose Bowl and Branch. Not, not all. Well, everyone except me. Uh, they've made luxury bedding affordable, and uh, so... I already mentioned that usually you're paying like 800% markup at the store. And unless you're paying 500 to 1000 for a set, the quality isn't anywhere close to what Bull and Branch are selling for a couple hundred. Uh, they just make a little less profit there. 
They only sell online at BowlingBranch.com. You can't buy it in any stores. That's how they keep the price low, and that's how they uh, keep them free of huge markups. And they're so confident that you'll love Bowling Branch sheets that you can try them risk-free for 30 nights. So again, risk-free for 30 nights, and it gets better. If you order right now, they'll give you a $50, they'll give you $50 off a set of sheets plus free shipping. Go to Bowl and Branch and use the promo code Allison. Now again, that's Bowl and Branch, and I'm going to spell it because it's different than you expect. It's B-O-L-L and A-N-D Branch, B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Again, Bowl, B-O-L-L and A-N-D Branch, B-R-A-N-C-H.com. And use a promo code Allison. Again, $50 towards a sheet set by going right now to Bowl, B-O-L-L and Branch.com and using the promo code Allison. Let's do iTunes Comment of the Week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments. And don't forget to click five stars. All right. This iTunes comment of the week comes to us from NTK Daily News. And it says, let's be honest, I've been an avid fan of ARIYMBF for what feels like a lifetime now. I love Allison's wit and phenomenal interview skills, and the Thursday show is without a doubt the best podcast in existence. To be honest, when the new installment of the Thursday Gang came to be, and the show started to go in a cough-cough different direction from where it was before, I was worried that it wouldn't be as good. Well, I'm glad to say I have never been more wrong. I love the new Thursday installment even better, and almost cry when I finish the Thursday episode because I have to wait a whole week for the next episode along with lifers allison and jenna al everyone's favorite greg daniel dustin and chef jeff have become an irreplaceable part of the thursday family allison has risen like a phoenix from the burning corolla flames (laughs) and has proven that she is truly unstoppable keep up the great work brian thank you so much brian for your phenomenal itunes comment you need an animation of allison rising Rising, from yeah yeah, like a a phoenix Phoenix from the burning (laughs) corolla flames yes uh i agree jason dix get on that um thank you so much for your nice comment if you would like to leave us a nice comment uh it could be itunes comment of the week click five stars a favorite number okay and an announcement which i announced last week i'm going to be performing my podcast live at bumbershoot which is a a super fun festival up in Seattle over Labor Day. I'm doing it three days in a row up there. So uh, if you're going to be in Seattle or if you want to go to Seattle, I'll be there at Bumbershoot. Okay, let's do Just Me or Everyone. Oh, it's time for Just Me or Everyone. <laughs> Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? It's time for Just Me or Everyone. That is Brooks Whelan with his super fast, punchy <laughs> intros to uh, segments. B. Slammon says, I am so grossed out by the chicken diaper thing placed beneath packaged chicken that I don't even want to eat the chicken anymore. Yeah, yeah it's pretty nasty. So what the yeah. fuck is that? It's just like a preserve thing? I think it's to soak up the juices. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't spill yeah, everywhere the, when you pick it up. Yeah, it's the equivalent of the... the the piddle pad for the dog. Right. Yeah. It's a yes. weenie, it's a weenie oh, pad for oh, your chicken. Jeff, I wish you hadn't said that. <laughs> Every time You'll I never eat chicken again. <laughs> just be like, oh man, this chicken breast pissed all over the bottom of the box. <laughs> I, Whatever it is that it's supposed to be soaking up, I just look at that thing and say, so it now it's using? super concentrated here. Right. I don't want that. I have started just buying frozen chicken breasts uh, and then you just bypass the whole diaper because yeah, it's frozen. That's what we do. 
Um, and then I sous vide them because I'm fancy. Val Perkins says, I wander around my house when I brush my teeth. Just me or everyone. I do that I sometimes. just started doing this. I, yeah. as far, I'll get as far as my desk to like check my phone sometimes. And then I realize I'm just kind of leaking and I don't have the finesse to do it. I started doing it because I, I just get bored. I get bored and annoyed I, being in the yes, bathroom. And so I don't really brush very well. And so I figured, well, if I just walk out into the living room and watch a little bit of TV, I mean, I don't do it for 20 minutes or right. anything, but I, I'm getting way better brushing. Now. I used to do that a lot, but I, when I think about that, it cracks me up because I think of Chelsea Purdy. Yes, <laughs> you, I, when you she remember? was on my show. What did she say? She calls it uh, jailbreak. <laughs> <laughs> when you go outside the bathroom and brush your teeth around right. the house. Nobody it's, stands in front of the mirror and brushes their teeth for two minutes, do they? No. No. Nobody does that. I think I, I think do. That, I do. Do you? I think so. That's a long time. Maybe not. Yeah. I haven't timed it. It's probably like 30 seconds. I'm really bad. I'll walk out into the kitchen. I'll go to the bedroom. I'll start a conversation with Al while I'm brushing. Oh, I do not. I'll walk into the... I walk into the kitchen and spit in the sink in sure. the kitchen when I'm brushing my teeth. I've done that. I have yeah. a toothbrush that connects to the app on my phone that tells me when I've brushed for two minutes. That's true. Oh, that's right. So the fancy brush. Wow. Do you guys, this yeah. might come up in a JMO at some point because I think that what made me think of it was a JMO. Do you floss before you brush or after? After. After. Me too. What is flossing? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, after I, fl- I floss before. Which are you supposed to do? I like to do after because I think my teeth need a preliminary clean before I'm like getting up and yeah. it's just it's less messy on the floss if you do it after. Right. I mean, oh, I always thought I like to do it after. I like to floss before I brush my teeth because I thought the floss like dislodges some of the gunk mm, and then the does. toothbrush picks it up. I do oh. it a pre. I do it post brush pre mouthwash. Really? Yeah. What about this thing that? My wife is really wants me to get where like because I like the floss things that are little floss things. Wait, who wants like you to do this? Like the little sticks that you. My sure. wife. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they're like little floss sticks. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But she's like, there's such a waste of money, and they go in a landfill. Get this receptacle that wraps the floss around that you wrap the floss around, so you can make your own floss stick at uh. home. No. no, that's like what I call those, those like, fingers refillable K cup things that you buy and then you never use. Yeah, yeah. I use right. a. I use a. Also have like what they call an interperidontal brush, which is like a. I know what that thing is. It looks just, like a pipe cleaner, and, but for your yeah, mouth. Yeah, because I have like these gaps in my teeth, and it. I've got to brush that, or it gets really uh, tartary. Mm. Right. So mm. my dentist never been more attracted to my mouth. Yeah, mm. my dentist told me like a month ago that I'm one of those people who builds up tartar very fast, and I was like, sweet. They told me that a while ago, too, but they the word they used was calculus. Really? Yeah, mm. that's like... But ever since I got a Sonicare, now they just... Oh, which was years ago, they just always tell me how great my teeth are. Now, now that I'm thinking about it, when I put on my profile my Christian Mingle page, I put super tartary and I didn't get any, <laughs> it, Greg, get any bites. Does your dentist say that you're drinking his tartar Kool-Aid, that you're filling his tartar bucket? <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling, excuse me, I'm filling a cup. Thank oh, you. Cup. Does he say you're his number one client and tell other clients about you? No, they mainly just tell me to shut up. <laughs> I think they've had enough of me <laughs> talking because every time in there I ask so many questions, I'm like, oh, the x-ray thing is what we chew on that stuff. And you can, you can see my uvula. What does it look like? <laughs> I'm really into uvulas. <laughs> Did you also, have- you know, all dental hygienists are like, at least we're, they're like supermodels. The chicken, my. Have you ever noticed that they're like the hot, like the, oh, mine's yeah. not. They're but. super hot Mexican chicks usually, and this girl at my dental place. Every time I see her, I'm like, 
Nice to see you, supermodel. Check out the loogies on my uvula. There's there's no way to win. Daniel, hot hygienist at your place? Uh, No. Great. Not that he's noticed. No, no, no. no, no. Never. Nobody noticed you know. Right answer. She's an older lady. But I've noticed that that is the trend. Yeah, you could you should tie a little note to the back of your uvula, like hi, and then when she's back there, she'll be all charmed. Put your number on it. (laughs) Um, Jenna, I can't help but admire your teeth. Did you have braces? Mm -mm. But I don't. I yeah, I have straight teeth. teeth. Very straight teeth. But I have. I need to get them whitened. I want to get my teeth whitened. Your teeth are pretty white. His are like sparkling white, though, and he never had braces either. I think it's genetic. That's also no coffee diet. Yeah, but I drink Coke, so maybe that's my problem. Coffee Coffee and tea really do. Here's one for the listeners. Here, listen really closely. Al's going to smile. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. My eyes. Okay. Dustin Smelts. Uh, we're not doing his yet. We're doing Matt K's. Get ready, though, for Dustin <laughs> right. Smelt. It's, it's a little tease. Instinctively want to hit a fave button for text messages when they're funny and I have no reply. Yes, this happened to me just the other day. Really? Oh, that would be a I've, good function, actually, That would be yeah. awesome. Yeah. All right. Is this smell time? It's, that's the smell yeah, time. Yeah, here we go. Oh, here comes the smell time. Just me or everyone. <laughs> Give it up for the smell man. Stare at reckless drivers speeding and swerving until my diverted attention also makes me a hazard. I think I've done that. If you see a person, would you call the cops if you see a drunk driver? Uh, Probably not. It would be nice. It'd be a good thing to do, but usually I just either try to speed past them or try to lag behind so I'm not near them. I just try to identify them and avoid them. Yeah, 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 me too. Stay behind them. But we really should. I think if I saw someone, I think if I saw someone who was really like, mm, yeah, hard, yeah. I might like if it was a clear danger. But I mean, it's but just, it's really not that different than saying like, you see somebody chasing someone with a knife. Will you call the cops? Which I just try to stay away from the fucking knife, man. I'm, but <laughs> I know we're all selfish jerks. If you call the cops, though, will they do anything? They will. No, the cops never they do will. anything. It depends, but they will. In certain, it probably depends on the community and how busy the cops are. Right. But if you call but, the cops and say a person is like endangering people's lives with a car, they they'll do something, right? Yeah, they'll come out yeah. in forty five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's part of the problem. It's like my experience with the police is they're not very responsive. We do have many nice cop fans who are right. No, I mean, look, I, it might stories. be just I've had bad luck, but I remember I was in when I was going to college. There was a guy who was trying to break into our apartment, and I called the police, and they never they showed up like an hour and a half later. It was just oh, thanks, they're gone. You know, like I could have been murdered by now. So right between now and then, you could have been murdered. Too. Yeah, <laughs> you could have been murdered like a hundred times. Yeah, so everybody I, can almost always be murdered. Mm-hmm. That's my point. What, Are there any more just me or everyone? Yes. I like to back myself into a corner and during just me or everyone and then be like, oh, thank you, Jeff. Jeremy Vu says, I wait until my likes get to double digits on Instagram to like my own photo so that people don't immediately see that I did. I only once accidentally liked my photo and then I felt like a cheese dick. <laughs> what are you saying? What I'm, I'm saying that people who like their own photo. Here's a question. Dicks? Um, you can unlike a photo. Yeah, I know. I've so, done that before. Yeah, so it's like, what happens then? Does a person get a notice? I no, think they I just have all my notices the, turned off. I think they just get the notice that you liked it. They not don't that, find out that no. you changed your mind. No. 
You get notices. Oh, you just mean the little thing, the little red light thing or whatever? Well, I don't have notifications get, on the phone itself. Like, I'd have to go into the app and yeah. see. It'll say, like, such and such person liked your photo. It'll, right. It can alert your phone, but it, it doesn't say, like, such and such person did not like your photo. your photo. They don't do that. I, yeah. um, so on, I mean, I guess I knew I that, know we're but talking that'd about be Instagram, cool. Instagram, but on Twitter, on, when I'm using Twitter on my phone... When I go to fave something, oftentimes it's very close to the follow button. So oftentimes I will accidentally follow someone. And if it's a fan of mine, I've decided I'm just going to keep following them because I think it's too shitty for someone to get... This is real, like, yay for me, but... Allison, it's okay. You can unfollow me. I'll, I'll, I'll understand. It's okay. I you just, have to bring I it up muted here, you, so it's, it's okay. fine. Um, no, I just think it's too shitty for someone to get an alert, like, hey, Allison Rosen followed you, and then they go look, and like, oh, I've unfollowed you. Because you know why? Because Mindy Cohn did that to me. She's following me again, though, so all's okay. I did okay. that to you. That's right. Does everyone know that? I don't know if we've talked about that. Before we officially met, he followed me for a while. I didn't know. It was like a y- I didn't, yeah. maybe a year before we met. Before, a year before we met, he followed me because he saw me on Red Eye. Which we call stalking. Right. Yeah. Yes. And then he unfollowed me. I promptly he, unfollowed you. Was it prompt? No, it wasn't prompt. Probably, I don't know how long it was. You think the reason you unfollowed me is because you're like, who is this? Why am I following her? I think maybe you were tweeting a lot, and I'm like, I didn't know. I don't That's remember I who lose. you were. <laughs> That's how I lose most of them. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Marvin the Earthling says, find it weird when women imitate women's voices. They go higher. And when men do men, they go lower. You have a dude's voice. Uh, mm. that, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, I think my wife does that. Yeah. But she only does that with people she doesn't like. Right, like, when you're mocking them. Yeah, and then I saw Susan. She was like, nah, 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 nah. Ah, I did that at fuck. Shit. <laughs> right, uh, but yeah. If, <laughs> Jeff and, is just beaming right now. And if you're doing it. I'm typing down something completely unrelated. As a guy. Right, stupid sound at one hour. Two. If you're doing a guy's voice of someone you hate, you would be like, and then he's like. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I probably. do that all the time. Yeah, everyone does it. Just yeah. everyone. Yeah. So correct Marvin the thing, everyone. <laughs> Josu Montenegro says, get, me? "Josu Monte, I don't know what accent that was, but Josu Montenegro, Montenegro, <laughs> Josu Montenegro says, <laughs> Josu Montenegro, um, just me or everyone, get scared to touch my car the next time I get out of my car after getting a little shock the first time I get out. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's how I am if I'm ever spending any time in Las Vegas." I've gone through oh. shock phases where I'll get shocked a ton getting in out of my car, really strong ones, and then it just goes away for no discernment. What does it have to do with being in Las Vegas? It's, it's really dry, dry in Vegas, so there's tons of static electricity everywhere. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I, I did not know that. I didn't know that yeah, do. static electricity had any sort of an interface with humidity. Yes. Oh, yeah. I think it has... Um, the interface with it. All right. <laughs> that's, its, that's its only interface or its main one. <laughs> that or a balloon against your hair. What kind of coupling is that? Mm. No, bonding. bonding. So covalent bonding. Covalent bonding. Yeah, discovered by <laughs> Linus Pauling, a relative of Greg Heller's. Next. Thank you. So covalent bond, <laughs> if I remember correctly, covalent bond means that the molecules share... Um, Things. Are you, are you, little, they're little balls, asking me this right? They're And I've ionic would mean that they're connected by positive <laughs> by Ions. charge. Okay. Uh, is that Seven. <laughs> all right. <laughs> We're all idiots. Is what we Brandon Annis says, 
didn't think at 33 I would have this many, this place used to be X and that building used to be Y. Mm. Hashtag younger days gone. Um, I don't know if I ever thought of it that way. Like, I didn't think I would have that many, but sure, I know what you mean. I think it only, it depends on like, if you're around a very young person. Right. Because I think that only really comes out when you're, like, if I'm with my nieces and nephews, then I find that I'll say more things like that. Right. Mm -hmm. Also depends on what city you're in. Like... LA is bad for that because we were just talking about that yeah, earlier. Because this city is constantly changing. Yeah. Whereas and, I think Quebec City is always the same. Well, I go back to Tucson <laughs> and it's the same as when I left there. Right. You know, I had a French teacher who was from Quebec and she would just always talk. And you, which, by the way, are you really French? But <laughs> would I had the same thing. A French about, teacher, I'd be like, Okay, have you ever really been to France? Right. Are you real? Are you really qualified to teach us French? I'll, I mean, the answer is probably yes, yes. but still. <laughs> but apparently, in uh, in Quebec, like you, they you they really can't. Everything's like landmark, historical. Oh, weird. Can't change stuff. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. good for you, Quebec. Right. <laughs> oh, so the city, no, Quebec, the city French. that never fucking changes. Come one year, like 30 years later, it's all the same shit. <laughs> Quebec, check Boom. it out. That was such a burn. Quebec, just me. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, I am deliberately saying Quebec, not Quebec. No, my yeah, mouth we, wants to say Quebec. Yeah, we picked up on that. I don't know what's <laughs> right. I think everybody at the table heard that one. Out, yeah. What's your favorite Vietnamese soup? Would it be pho? <laughs> Come on, say it. No, say it. Just say it. It's fine. Oh, uh, now I hate myself. <laughs> no, it's fine. I hate didn't, myself. It didn't sound intentional at all. But you, you have to Quebec. say you have to say it like you're surprised. Like, fuh? <laughs> <laughs> you it's all to, intonation. You have to say it like you want someone at the table to ask you if you're saying it right. And then go, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. So it's like, oh, uh, are you ready to order? And you go, fuh? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Dustin Smeltz is back. <laughs> oh, he's sweet. Oh, what? Double and up on V-Smeltz. This is my boy. <laughs> <laughs> Just mirror everyone. Never feel more invisible than when a working automatic door doesn't open for me. Yes, I have this with that. I have this with touchpads. I used to have this with that game that they would have in bars called... No, it's not called Touch It. Find It. Where touch you have It. To- <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a weird game. Hey, uh, nice to meet you. Do you guys want to play Touch It? Or- I know we just met. <laughs> yeah, it's in the bathroom here. Can, me- Can I buy you a drink? Maybe a game of Touch It. It's a no, thing where, it- where you hold the where you hold the lever and it tells you how much of a what kind of lover you are. No, but I'm always cold fish on that one. Yeah. But no, it's the one where it's like two. It's a screen. And it's like, find the differences in the two pictures. Oh, And then yeah, you yeah, put yeah. your finger on, it'll be like a Chippendales dancer and like the bow tie will be different colors. And you put your finger on it and it's like, ooh, oh. And it just makes erotic sounds when you touch it. But I would be like hitting it so hard because like I'm, there's a difference here. And then it wouldn't be registering me as a human being. Because you've got freezing cold fingers. So like, yeah. <laughs> Hi. I'm trying to get pregnant. <laughs> there's one doctor who's like the rock star of infertility. And he didn't seem weird or creepy to me. Where it began. <laughs> I haven't heard this one in a while. Yeah. It's not good in the hospital. But then I know it's growing strong. It's probably the best I've felt in the last year. What is happening? The feeling of your ovaries being full. (laughs) And spring became the summer. When's the last time you had a date? Who'd have believed you'd come along? Mm. 
you're supposed to be romantic. Okay. 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 Touching hands. Okay. Okay. Reaching out. Okay. 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 Touching me. Touching me. Garf, Garf. <laughs> Garf, Garf, Garf. God. It's been so long. I, it does feel like it's been a long time since we've been in Fertility World, doesn't it? Yeah. Because we took a month off. You normally take a month off after IVF, and then I went back to start my next cycle. Uh, which was going to be crazy because I got booked on at midnight and I had timed it out and I was most likely going to have my egg retrieval the same morning that I was going to be on at midnight yeah. or I was going to have to give myself a shot like while in between segments of the show if it was the next day. I didn't know how that was going to work and it was really stressing me out. And I almost rebooked at midnight, but then thankfully I didn't because, oh, and by the way, for anyone who hasn't, I think I can reveal. I won. I yeah. won the internet. Yeah. Yeah. For me. yeah. yeah. Thank you. Uh, but check out the extended version because the version that aired is they edit down a lot because they shoot a lot of extra, but then they put up the extended uncensored. It's still a little edited, but there's more jokes um, version online. So go check that one out. And anyway, though, um, what, what the hell was that? <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, I went to start the next cycle of IVF and I only had five follicles. So she said to, to take another month off and come back next month. So that will be happening soon. But it has meant two months of not be not doing fertility stuff, which has been nice. It has been nice, don't mm-hmm. you think? Although yeah. I have a 930 appointment tomorrow to go back. So Time flies when you're not stabbing yourself repeatedly with a needle. It really does. When you're not wondering if your mood and the and your physical symptoms are because of you, or if you're going crazy, or if it's a hormone and you're hot and you're cold, and uh, all sorts of stuff. I mean, haven't I just been a pleasure to be around? (laughs) (laughs) Pleasure. I'm kidding. I feel like I'm very confused. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you're right. You guys, this has been a delightful episode. Greg Heller, thank you so much for the Greg quiz. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, thank you. you. Super fun. Great job. So weird to do a quiz about you, and yet a good way to feed your ego. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Having a podcast is like that. Is it really? No, I'm just... (laughs) Yes, it really is. (laughs) You guys, if you're going to buy something on Amazon, perhaps... Um, God, what is anything that was mentioned on this episode that someone might want to buy on Amazon? A uh, telephone headset. <laughs> <laughs> right, a new one. Maybe for some reason you needed to replace yours at your office. <laughs> Greg was working for you, for example. Click through the banner on my website. Nice. AliceRosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra. It helps out the show. And I want to thank you guys so much for all of your Amazon support. It makes a huge difference. Thank you also for your PayPal support. PayPal links on the right side of my website, AliceRosen.com. We have two special ringtones available. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. But not just that. Touch, 
You can get those on gumroad.com slash Allison Rosen. That's G-U-M-R-O-A-D dot com slash Allison Rosen. And two special bonus episodes available recorded live uh, at the LA Podcast Festival. First one with Doug Benson and Greg Proops. Next one with Doug Benson, musician Matt Costa, the former Thursday Gang. Those are $1.99 in the comedy album section of the iTunes store. Follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. Email us, show at gmail.com. And Jeff, where should we go for you? You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Colonel Jeff Fox. And there's a brand new issue or a brand new episode of my podcast, Barracuda Radio, out with Greg. Are you listening? John Worcester, the drummer from Super Chunk. Seriously, without exaggerating, he is my favorite drummer in the history he's, of rock music. He's one of the greatest drummers of all time. Old friend of mine, we sat down and talked about the you're, old days of Philly punk rock. You're friends with him? Yep. Yeah, we used to do a punk rock scene uh, back in the olden days. Really? Yep. Just yeah, friends we, we with do. everyone. Do you know Phil Morrison? Seriously. <laughs> yeah. You do? Yeah. We'll talk about this shit off the air. We'll talk. Okay. We'll have my people call your people. Okay. But yeah, sit down and interview with John. We talk about old-time Philly punk rock, his drumming career, and then he also does a lot of comedy. So Everyone should go check it out. Jeff is a really He's good half interviewer. of Sharpling and Worcester. Yep. Yeah. Great podcast. Oh, and he, uh, you know his character, Philly Boy Roy? Yes. He... He says on the podcast that I was the inspiration for the Philly Boy Roy. I don't know if I should be insulted. I geek out on John Worcester so hard. He's good people. And Daniel, where should we go for you? I'm at Daniel Quants. That's uh, 1D, 1Q, 1T, 1Z, 2 like A's. That's very easy to go to. That's good. Super helpful. Twitter and Instagram. Alan? Uh, at Alan Moss on Twitter and Instagram. And hey, if you follow me on Twitter and tweet at me, I can guarantee a favorite. <laughs> Jenna? <laughs> he really can. Uh, check out our podcast, Sorry Not Sorry, with Jenna Kim Jones. You can find it on my website, which is jennakimjones.com, or search Jenna Kim Jones on iTunes. Thank you, guys. And Greg? Hey, you guys. All I want everybody to do this week is to tweet at Neil deGrasse Tyson and try and get him to answer the question I've been asking him for six months. Why do all other planets' moons have cool names, but ours is just called the moon? Please answer ASAP. Just ask Neil deGrasse Tyson that question. He won't fucking answer. What are some other cool moon names? No. Do you think he's hiding something? Have you ever looked at the moons of like Saturn and Io and Europa? And they yeah. all have great names. Oh. The point is I that... No, I, I wasn't being snarky. I was... The point is that... Why is it just called yes. the moon? Yeah, it's so lame. Yeah. It, well, I just want to know why. And I want Neil deGrasse Tyson to answer because it's a dumb question. And he pisses me off a little bit. All right. Ask him. <laughs> all right. There you have it. Thanks again so much for being on the show. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know... Allison Rosen Show We had a good time But now we gotta go Yeah, Allison Rosen Here's your new best friend